I am Minister Joseph Nelson, Jr. Welcome to Zion Hill. Let us pray. Father God, we come right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for help. Thank you for strength, Heavenly Father. Father God, we just thank you. We had a thousand tongues. We couldn't thank you enough, oh, Heavenly Father. Father God, thank you for allowing us to be in the house of wishes one more time. Father God, we know that you didn't have to do it, but you did. And for that cause, we say thank you. Father God, we thank you for Jesus who bled on the cross for our sins, oh, Heavenly Father. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. For our strife, he are already here. And his peace was up on us, oh, Heavenly Father. And Father God, we say thank you. Father God, this morning, somebody may have a financial need. But you said that you would supply all our needs according to your riches and glory, oh, Heavenly Father. And Father God, we just need you and we can't get along without you. And Father God, we know that you can take care of this coronavirus. You could just speak right now and it'll lay down and die right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you just give us that faith of a monster, Steve. And we can say to that mountain, mountain, be the all bit moved. And it will be cast into the sea of forgiveness, oh, Heavenly Father. And Father God, we just thank you for the first responder. We thank you for the nurses. We thank you for the doctors. We thank you for the policemen. We thank you for our children. We thank you for our mothers. We thank you for our fathers. And Father God, we know that you can do all things. If, you, if we just be strengthened, oh, Heavenly Father, we can do the same thing, oh, Heavenly Father. And Father God, we just lift you up. We said that if we lift you up, you will draw all men to you, Heavenly Father. And Father God, we pray for those that have loved ones that have gone on to be with the Lord, oh, Heavenly Father. You said, cast your cares upon you because you care for them, oh, Heavenly Father. And Father God, somebody may be depressed this morning. And Father God, we know that you can fix any problem. Any problem that, you, that arises against us, we know that you can fix it. Nothing is too hard for you. We know that all things are possible if we just believe, oh, Heavenly Father. We know that nothing is possible with you, but with you, all things are possible. And we ask that bless this congregation that are here this morning. We ask that you strengthen them where they are weak. We thank you for allowing them to come out into the house of worship. We allow, thank you for allowing them to have the faith to come out and worship with your Heavenly Father. And we ask that you just bless the man of God that's going to bring the word, oh Heavenly Father. These are the blessing in your darling son Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. We invite you to praise and worship the Lord with us this morning. If you don't mind, shout hallelujah. Right where you are. Yeah. And put those hands together right where you are. Ooh. And we just want to remind you this morning that same spirit, that, same spirit that, raised Jesus that raised Jesus from the dead, from the it lives, dead. On the lives on the inside. Oh. That raised Jesus. That raised from the dead, from it lives on the inside. Quicken my mother body, it filled me to overflow. Gave me authority and power. Baptized me, that same spirit that raised Jesus, raised it from the dead. It lives on the inside of me. That same spirit, y'all, that raised Jesus from the dead. It lives on the inside. And it gave me authority and power. Baptize me. Say, Spirit of God and Spirit of Truth. Comforter, intercessor, living water blowing me. Spirit of God Spirit of Truth. Comforter, intercessor, living water blowing me. That same Spirit that raised up Jesus. 
the dead. From the dead. From the inside. Oh, 
team we appreciate those great singing let me welcome every one of you to Zion Hill Church family we are right here in in the city of Pineville Louisiana USA I welcome all of you that are present here under the sound of my voice and we sure thank those of you who are listening by radio, by television, social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, name it. We are grateful. Thank you for joining us this morning. If you have your Bible, will you please turn with me to the book of St. Mark? The Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 14. Verse number nine. Amen. If you find it, say amen. 
The word of God says, Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she hath done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. Please remain standing as we pray. Father, we are grateful for all those who are gathered here in the house. Lord, I pray that you will bless their sacrifice. And I pray, oh God, that you will answer their prayer. I lift up all of those who are watching or listening on radio, watching on TV, wherever they are. Lord, I pray that you will minister to each and every one of us. Thank you for the word of God. It's precious. Use my tongue as a ready writer for your glory this morning. Glorify yourself in this house. If there be any trace of sickness or disease, we bind it right now and we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. By faith we decree and declare all is well. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on the subject titled, My Worship is for Real. <laughs> My Worship is for Real. Today I would like to use one stone to kill two birds. Let me tell you those two birds. Number one, this weekend is our Memorial Day in United States. And number two, today in our church, we will partake of the Lord's Supper, the Holy Communion. You might be wondering, how does the two relate? I'm glad you asked. Memorial Day in America is observed to, to celebrate and to remember all of our fallen heroes. There are people who have sacrificed their life for this country. And so this weekend, we salute them, we celebrate them. We call it a memorial weekend. Please take note, the reason why we celebrate them is because they made sacrifice. If they didn't make the sacrifice, we're not going to be talking about it. Somebody shall sacrifice. And then you might be wondering what is the connection to the communion that we are taking today. If you know anything about Jesus Christ, he came to this planet Earth. Guess what he did? He made sacrifice. He sacrificed his life, just like those soldiers do, to save us. It's all about sacrifice. No wonder why the book of St. John, chapter 15, verse 14 says, There is no greater love than for any man, any woman, to lay down his life for others. So you can see the relationship between what these fallen heroes did for America and what Jesus did for the whole world. Somebody shall sacrifice. So to illustrate this idea, this principle of sacrifice, I want to call your attention to a story in the word of God about a woman who made a sacrifice before Jesus Christ, and then Jesus said what she did shall be a memorial for the rest of her life. Now you can see how Memorial Day is not a new thing. Jesus instituted it. He said because that woman made a sacrifice, and her name, what she did, shall be a memorial until Jesus come back. 
Ladies and gentlemen, so exactly what did this woman did? I'm glad you asked. The story was very clear. It was in the city of Bethany in the Middle East, in Israel, in the house of Simon the leper. By the way, I can preach on that. Did you know how Simon got the, the name Simon the leper? He used to be a leper. And Jesus healed him. But isn't it funny that even after you are healed, people will still call you back. <laughs> they never let go. The man is healed. He's been delivered. So here you are. You used to smoke weeds. And the Lord delivered you. Or you used to be on, on, on drugs. Then they still call, now you're a, a deacon in the church, or you're a preacher. They still call it that, that crackhead preacher. This was in the house of Simon the leper. And ladies and gentlemen, they were having a dinner in honor of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now you need to know who and who was present. The Bible said Jesus, the honoree, was present. The Bible also said Lazarus. Remember Lazarus, whom Jesus raised from the dead? He was present. He was in the house. Then Martha. Usually, women are not invited to this kind of gathering, but Martha is there only to serve. Martha was the sister of Lazarus, who was raised from the dead. And then all the disciples were there. There's something significant about the disciples that I don't want you to miss. Disciples are people who left everything to follow Jesus Christ. Somebody shout, sacrifice. They left all they had. They left their home, their families to follow Jesus Christ. We can't even get some of you to come to church. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Some of the disciples were physicians who quit their job to walk with Jesus. Some of these disciples were tax collectors who became soul collectors just to walk with Jesus Christ. I'm talking about sacrifice. You don't become a hero. Nobody will build a memorial in your name if you don't learn to be a man, a woman of sacrifice. In fact, the Bible calls all of us to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is a reasonable offering. Some of these disciples, ladies and gentlemen, they were fishermen who became fishers of men just to walk with Jesus Christ. These are brothers who follow Jesus around. If you need a drink, they were there. If you need to set up a tent to preach, they're there. They were ministering to him. They wash his feet. They make sure he's fed. They were making the sacrifice. However, the problem, ladies and gentlemen, at this particular occasion is that these folks have been following Jesus. They saw him preach powerful sermon. They saw him heal people. They saw him perform miracles. They saw him when he was tired. They saw him when he was sleeping, maybe snoring like you and me. And so they become too familiar. And now they are taking God for granted. So Jesus' presence in their, in their midst was no big deal. It's just another day in the neighborhood. Can you imagine Jesus Christ being in your house and it's no big deal? Ladies and gentlemen, be careful that you're not doing the work of the ministry and you don't know the Lord of the ministry. These people are they are serving, they are cooking for Jesus, they are, they are washing his feet, but they really have relaxed 
in their understanding of who Jesus is. The real test of faith is not how you walk with God when God is moving and doing miracles. The real test of faith is how you walk with God when God is not doing anything. You are not yet a man of faith or a woman of faith. Some people will come to church. You, you, yes, they say COVID-19 is going on, but you wait and announce that Franklin is going to be in the house. They will come with their pam-pam. Faith is not what you do when there's action going on. Real faith is what you do when there is no action going on. All these people were gathered at the house of Simon the leper. They were all seated. Jesus was in their midst, but it was no big deal. Many of them were so relaxed. They say, hey, Jesus, you know we had a long week. I'm tired. I can't be, can't be doing things for you now. Some people say, well, oh, I would have loved to give, but Lord, you know my heart. <laughs> I'm talking about sacrifice. They were in the midst of taking Jesus for granted. It was no big deal. It was there. And while they were still chilling and just, just relaxing, a woman busted in. Ladies and gentlemen, that's very important because usually in the culture of the Middle East back then, when the men are gathered together, a woman just don't walk in. If you see any woman there, she's, she's there to, to serve plates or to serve the food, and once she does her job, she's out. But here comes a woman that comes to stay. I love this woman. You know why I love her? Because she was tough enough to be controversial. One of the things I love about my ministry in this community is I'm not scared to be controversial. <laughs> when you know who you are, when you know who you are, you don't have to impress nobody. I love this woman because she won't take no for an answer. The society said, you're a woman. No, you can't come. But she busted into the atmosphere. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I love this woman because she's a woman on a mission. She didn't care who said, he said, she said, they said. In her mind, she knew exactly why she's there. She knew what she's looking for. And she would not take no for an answer. Ladies and gentlemen, I love this woman because she knew she was not welcome. But she's on a mission. She stayed focused on Jesus Christ. There's a lesson there. If you want to be blessed by God, you have to learn not to get distracted. Don't get into arguments. Don't, don't, don't force and fight with nobody. Those forcing, those fighting is to cause you to miss your blessing. It's a shame that people will pray for miracle in their life and then they turn around and forfeit their miracle. This woman did not argue with anybody. This woman will not, will not try to, to, to mess with anyone. I can just imagine how she said, excuse me. She don't care what they're thinking. She don't care. She's not looking at who's rolling their eyes. Every now and then, you, 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 even in the church house, you can let what people say, what do, just, just tiptoe. Excuse me. Have you ever been in a job situation? You go to your work, and you find somebody trying to steal your job for that day. I've been there. And guess what? You just tell him or her, excuse me. I'm pregnant with a miracle. I can't afford to be arguing with you. I'm believing God for healing in my body. I can't afford to be arguing with you. I'm believing God for promotion for all my children. I can't afford to be, be arguing with you. 
excuse me. She broke into the middle of this gathering of men. And the Bible says she had an alabaster box. And she broke it. There's a lesson there. The Bible didn't say she opened it. You see, anything you open, you can close. Ain't that something? But when you broke it, hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, the problem with many of us, we only open to the gospel. We turn God on, off and on when we feel like it, and we close it back. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, church people have been open, but they're not broken. I've been here more than two decades. I can look at every challenges in the church is a result of people who are only open, but they're not broken. This woman broke the bottle. Completely open, complete sacrifice. Because her mind is made up. For God I'll live, for God I'll die. Right in the midst of those gathering of men, there was a gentleman by the name Judas. Like everybody else, he's been rolling his eyes. You woman, what you doing here? What a disruption to what we are doing. And on top of that, look at all this waste. I'm the one in charge of the, the treasury. We could have used all that money. One, one gospel say it's a, it's a whole year wages. It's one of those perfume that, come from, that was come from India, research so. And uh, she, she poured everything out. On Jesus' feet. And then she began to wipe Jesus' feet with her tears. The Bible says she let down her hair and, wow, what a sacrifice. But Judah said, no, that is a waste. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that's a problem with many churches today. We don't even know what true worship is no more. Churches, we are mixed up in politics. We are mixed up in denominational doctrine, all kinds of religious mess. We are mixed up in hierarchy, who is the bishop, who is the archbishop, who is the pope, who is the second lieutenant, who is going to sit on the right. I mean, all kinds of mess to the point that if Jesus showed up in many churches, we won't even recognize him. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what religion would do. So they call what this woman was doing a waste. Isn't it true even in our churches today? Sometimes we see somebody get happy before the Lord, and we say, oh, well, that's just a show. Somebody may be sitting right in the audience, and she just get happy. The Holy Ghost touch her, and she start jumping. Oh, say, look at that woman. She is disrupting our service. Religion will tell us all kinds of things that is not the heart of God. Let me suggest to you, worshiping God is never a waste. Praising God is never a waste. Lifting up holy hand is never a waste. Dancing before the Lord is not a waste. I'll tell you what is a waste. Your potluck parties, potluck dinners, that's a waste. Yes, I said it. Oh, we're going to have a tea, church tea. That's a waste. Selling chicken dinner is a waste. 100 men in black, that's a waste. Hey, don't turn me up. Oh, we're going to have 50 women in pink. It's a waste. A lot of what we call religion today is purely a waste. I'll tell you what is a waste. A preacher standing before you every week preaching, but there is no power behind it, that's a waste. Any choir that is singing and you can feel no spirit in their singing, that's a waste. 
any choir, any worship team singing, and they don't even know what they're singing about, that is a waste. Judas was a disciple. He was one of the big shots, but he does not understand what is a waste. He described what this woman was doing as a waste. But worshiping God, I repeat, is not a waste. It's never a waste. I'll tell you what is a waste. When you go to school for a gazillion years, 20 years, 30 years, and you become a, a, a degree older, you have all these degrees. You have more degree than the thermometer. And now you're so sophisticated, we can't get you to shout in the church. We can't get you to lift up your holy hands. You come in, you're looking dignified, as if the Lord has never done nothing for you. Now all your degrees are waste. I'll tell you what is a waste. A waste is when you spend millions of dollars. You build a big church, and then you carpet it, and then you clean it up. And then you air condition it. And you have chandeliers there. But there's no worship in the building. Nobody getting saved in the building. No life is being changed in the building. Nobody is lifting up holy hand in the building. Now that whole building is a waste. You might as well set it on fire and burn it up. Ladies and gentlemen, when you see a woman that come before God, Pouring her heart out. Crying her heart out. Tears running in her face. Spending all of her money to celebrate the presence of God. That is not a waste. Ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to true worship, it's not the building. I don't care if you spend $20 million to build the building. I don't care if your church building looks like a shack. I don't care if you don't even have a building. You are gathered under an oak tree outside, worshiping God. If Jesus is present there, that's all you need. Hallelujah. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus wants us to celebrate God. And that's exactly what this woman was doing. You and me, ladies and gentlemen, we are created to worship God. Did you hear what I said? You and I, we are created to worship God. Everything else is a waste. How good looking the building is, how cute the pew is, Oh, the color scheme of the inside, all of them don't want a dime if the name of the Lord is not being lifted up. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to encourage you, like this woman, learn to give God your very best. Learn to make your life a living sacrifice unto God. Learn to praise God, regardless of what is going on. Regardless of what the enemy is trying to do, recognize, but for God, you won't be here this morning. Amen, somebody. There's a reason why you're not under the soil, you're on top of the soil. There's a reason why the, the test, COVID-19 test, come negative. It's not because you're more holy. It's not because you're more righteous. But God favored you. Amen, somebody. That is why you have to learn to praise God. Amen. Guess who this woman really is? That's one thing I love, the account in the book of St. John. St. John identified the woman. The other gospel, they said a woman. But St. John said this woman was Mary. Mary who? Mary, the sister of Lazarus, who was raised from the dead. So this woman had a reason to praise the Lord. This woman can look back over her life and remember how her own brother died and how Jesus came and raised him up. 
Let me ask you this question today. Has the Lord done something for you? If God has done something for you, you won't have no problem shouting in the church. If you truly appreciate what the Lord has done for you, you won't have no problem lifting your hands in the holy place. If the Lord has made a way for you, you won't have no problem singing, opening your voice and singing unto the Lord and say, Lord, I thank you for being so good to me. And notice what Jesus said concerning her. While Judas was accusing this woman, Jesus said, leave her alone. What she is doing is the right thing. And I want to serve notice on every church watching me and listening to me. A lot of people that you're rolling your eyes at in the house of God, you need to leave them alone. Thank God for teenagers who would rather praise God than getting on the drugs. Leave them alone. Thank God for every woman, every man who would rather come to the house of God than being locked up in a, in a jail or, or nightclub every day. Leave them alone. They may not dance like you dance. They may not sing like you sing. They may not act like you act. But the Bible says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. Leave them alone. The Bible said, Mary had a reason to praise the Lord. And I don't know about you, many times, when I look over my own life and have a little reflection and see what could have happened, and see what almost happened. I had a uniform in my house. My children said, Daddy, you need to throw this mess away. I said, no, I can't. I have a name tag. I was a cook, a jack in the box. I kept the uniform. I kept my shoe, my name tag. I want every one of those bambinos to know, Daddy don't always write good. Daddy don't always live in a big mansion. Daddy don't always have everything going on. Never despise days of small beginning. And then when you look back over your life and see what God has done for you and how he made a way out of no way, something inside of you will cause you to shout even when there is no music. Mary is just saying, for all that you did for me, I am grateful. And I want to encourage everybody this day. Learn to praise God out of the depth of your heart. Look back and see what God has done for you. That is what praising God is all about. And ladies and gentlemen, when you praise God, please praise God from the depth of your heart. A sacrifice is something beyond your flesh. Sometimes you're praising God even when you don't feel like it. Sometimes you're, you're shouting even when every, every muscle in your body says we're tired. That's why David is talking about, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Don't worry about who is looking. Don't worry about who is talking. Don't worry about who is rolling their eyes. Nobody know like you know what is in your alabaster's box. Nobody know like you know what God has done for you. Don't get angry with them. Just pour it out. Pour your heart out before God. And let people know when you see people praising God. I hear the Holy Spirit say, let them know. Don't talk about people dancing in the church. Don't talk about people shouting in the church. You are not there. If you ever see me dance before God, you don't, don't, don't roll your eyes at me. Don't call me not a true Baptist. You are not there when he saved me. You are not there when he delivered me. You are not there when he redeemed me. You are not there when he healed my body. 
I thought I wasn't going to make it. They said if I'd been a few minutes late to the hospital, it was all over. But look at me, I'm still standing here. I have something to shout about. God healed my body. God made a way out of no way. God touched my, my ministry. God touched my children. Is there anybody here who know what it means to be blessed by God? Is there anyone here who know who can testify? I don't all, I'm not always right, but the grace of God. He looked beyond my fault and saw my name. I don't know about you. I got something to shout about. And if you don't have nothing to shout about, I would say, excuse me. Don't mean to get on your nerve, but God has been good to me. He's been a shelter in time of storm. Do I have a witness in the house? And when you see me praising God, I'm not praising God to impress you. I'm not praising God to put on. God has been good to me. Do you know what it is to really praise God? It's when you come before God and you say, thank you. Lord, thank you. Thank you for my car. Thank you for my clothes. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my house. Thank you for making a way out of no way. I thought I was broke. I thought I had no future. But Lord, you made a way for me. Thank you for healing my body. Thank you for healing my soul. Thank you for healing my family. Thank you the test came back negative. Yes, they call it COVID-19. I don't care if they call it COVID-18. But Lord, you made a way out of no way. Thank you. Thank you for seeing me through the storm. Thank you for anybody here ever been through the storm. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you for bringing me through the fire. Thank you for washing me. Thank you for making a way out of no way. But that is praise. I said to my church this morning, but some of you are here. You've been saved now for several years. Some of you have been saved two years, five years. Some of you have been saved... 10, 20 years. Ladies and gentlemen, the problem is that you are still wearing diaper. A 10-year-old still wearing diaper, something ain't right. So I want to encourage you to go beyond praising God. Get in the habit of worship. What is worship? Worship says, if you never give me a car, if he never give me no more shoes. If I'm sick, if he never heal my body. God, you are still good. You are still a way maker. You are still Jehovah Jireh. If he never wake me up this morning, I'm still going to call him good. If he never touch me again, he is still Jehovah, the creator of heaven and earth. If the test come back positive, I never will forget. I go there on the line. I say, they say, Reverend, why you come here? I say, I'm a public figure. I'm always with people. I'm always, people want to shake my hand. People want to hug me. I can't just be running from people. I'm called to minister to people. Just check me out to see if you can find anything. And I made up my mind before I took the test. If the test come back positive, I say, Lord, you are still God. If I never made it to another day, Lord, you are still Jehovah Jireh. This woman poured out before God. He broke the bottle. Never to put it back in the bottle. I want to encourage you today. Get in the habit of true worship. Jesus appreciates true worship. True worship will only come through sacrifice. And Jesus said to them, what this woman have done, it's so important, it's so precious that every day of our life, what she's done, anywhere the gospel has been preached, 
Her name and what she's done shall be a memorial. I'm going to invite our worship team to come back. I want us to celebrate what Jesus did. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Just like we remember our fallen hero today. It's not a coincidence that we are remembering what Jesus did. How he gave his life. How he made the ultimate sacrifice. So that you and me would not go to hell. That is something to celebrate. That is something to memorialize. That is something to remember. And maybe you're here under the sound of my voice. You don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior. This is a good day to invite Jesus to come into your heart and make him Lord of your life. Maybe you're out there. You're watching me. You're listening to me. And you say, Pastor, me too. I don't know him. Where there is a number under the screen, it's an 800 number. It's a free call. There are ministers of the gospel who have been well trained to pray with you and celebrate with you. Let me encourage you, my friend. Call that number. A man of God, a woman of God, they're there to encourage you and to rejoice with you for making a decision to accept Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. Believe me when I tell you, you would never regret your decision. And maybe you want to be a part of this ministry. You say, I'm not physically there. You can still be a part of this ministry. If God has put it in your heart to join this church, whether you are here under the sound of my voice or you're on radio or you're on television, just, just let us know. We will rejoice with you. We will welcome you. I never will forget one time, Pastor Dayton, I was coming to your church to minister and one truck man, uh, one truck driver just showed up out of nowhere. I said, how can I help you, sir? I said, the church is closed and we're on our way to Maxfield to minister. He said, no, the church is not closed yet. I said, how will you say the church not closed yet? He said, because I'm a member of this church. I've been a member of your church for more than three years. And I've been saving my tithes. And I bring all of it today. Total stranger, don't know him from Adam. Gave us thousands of dollars. I said, what is this? He said, I'm a truck driver. And every weekend, I'm listening to you. And I see how God used your church and your ministry to change me from inside out. And I just come to say thank you. He said, this is my tithe and offering. He said, I'm not giving it to you. I'm not giving it to your church. I'm giving it to God only through your church. And you know something that I said? After I said thank you, I'm grateful for your giving. I said, now, I'm sorry we are, we are rushing. We have to go to a sister church in Maxfield. And guess what? He said, well, is this a church thing? He said, I'll go with you I was stunned, and he hopped on. I said, this is really, this is, I've never seen something like this. Look at what God can do. We invite all of you to be a part of what God is doing. And finally, let me say this to all of you. If you are here today, and you have come to give, you want to support this ministry, whether you are inside the house, or whether you are listening or watching, let me encourage you as you leave this building today, there is a, a plate at the back of the church just drop your offering. You don't need to touch the plate. You don't need to touch anybody. Just drop your offering in that, in that plate. And we appreciate your giving. God will bless you abundantly. Some of you will say, but pastor, I'm not in the building. How do I give? Just go to our website, zionhill.com and believe me when I tell you we will appreciate all your giving. In that website you will see online giving let God lead you to give as the Lord prosper you.
I'm going to invite all of you to stand with me. Let's celebrate God again. I will invite all of our worship team to lead us in singing. And afterwards, as we're singing and praising God, we're going to receive the Holy Communion. Are you ready to be blessed by the communion today? Let's welcome our worship team again. transgressions the blood of Jesus was shed and his body was broken that we may be healed delivered and set free oh we thank God for Jesus on today amen and if you are live streaming with us on today you don't have to make a religion out of it use bread use juice uh, whatever you have in your home to partake with us with the Lord's Supper. Amen? So we celebrate Jesus today on this Memorial Day. He said, as often as you think about what he did, do it in remembrance of me by partaking of the Lord's Supper. Now, let us eat and drink.
Let us pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for your blood. Thank you for the body of your son, Jesus, being broken for us. Father, we thank you for it. We thank you, O oh God, that we are free. Whom the Son set free is free indeed. Father, today we receive what your Son did. We are healed, we are delivered, and we set free. We receive those blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. You may go in peace. Don't forget to re, uh, return back to God your tithes and the offerings on today. Oh, the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh,